Hey guys, welcome back to the Hole in One Golf Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Bull. Thanks very much for listening. I really appreciate the support. Today's guest is engineer and golf club maker Katie Calderon. Uh, Katie has become a real star on TikTok uh, with her awesome golf videos um, on how she designs and makes golf clubs as well as cutting open golf balls and uh, doing other stuff. Katie has received over 10 million likes uh, for all her golf videos on TikTok and she has hundreds of thousands of followers. Make sure you check her videos out at uh, Club Girl Katie on TikTok and Instagram. Katie uh, started out as a long driver, but um, has now been focusing more on the club design and she makes her own putters, uh, which we talk about today. And Katie also provides insights into how to be properly fitted for a putter, which a lot of people don't, don't realize you need to be fitted for a putter depending on, uh, on your stroke and that sort of thing. And um, Katie also tells me more about her internship at Callaway and what she learned from the engineers there, as well as from the other interns. And she tells me how uh, it gets really competitive with matches and, and she learned a lot. Thanks very much for your time, Katie. Hey. Hey, Katie, how's it going? Good, how are you? Yeah, very good, thanks. Where, whereabouts Sorry, are you? I had to, I'm at school right now. I'm in a study room. It's kind of cool. You have the lab background. Um, <laughs> I'm in the, one of the ones that faces the lab, but I had to kick someone out. So sorry, I'm a little late. Oh, wow. Oh, I hope they don't mind. They can study somewhere else. No, we, you reserve them, which is kind of nice. So they oh, just nice. come in during my reserve time. So I was like, hey, uh, sorry. <laughs> so like, you're still in So you're still in school at the moment. And you're, is it engineering yes. you're studying? Yeah, materials engineering. Yeah. So, I mean, like, obviously, with all your golf and stuff, um, like, do you, how do you combine all of them together? When you're busy studying and <laughs> I time management. <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, you were probably you were mainly competing long drive when you, and then also uh, you were also um, you know into the club making side of things, and as well as studying and doing other stuff as well. <laughs> so, like, what's what's happened since last time I spoke to you? Yeah, so um, pretty much TikTok absolutely blew up, and my Instagram wow. lately has really been taking off, which is fantastic. And I just, you know, I was really back the last time we talked just getting into the start of it I know I had helped design my driver and that was about it um but then I was you know taking a bunch of engineering courses and you know anytime anyone asked me what you want to do with your life I'm like oh I want to build golf clubs like it was yeah. an easy answer <laughs> for me and so my professors it got to the point where they're like okay try it and I was like all right yeah and so you know I have a 3d printer at home yep. um so I was just like might as well put that to good use and attempt to make a putter and kind of worked for a good, it took about six months before I could get like a really fully working model. And I've shared the whole process on TikTok and it just kind of exploded. Wow. So like, I guess, is there no one on, on TikTok kind of like, it sounds like that's quite a really new thing, sharing all this like club design process on somewhere like TikTok because it's a new platform. Yeah, I, I think it just might be me at, the, you, at yes. the moment. It's just me. <laughs> Like what? So why do you think that it's it's obviously the video? I like I, I follow along as well, and I've seen all the crazy mm -hmm. videos, and they they are really cool. Like I've, I was watching the cutting up the golf ball, and they haven't seen anyone do yeah. that for a long time. Like I remember when I was sort of growing up, if someone cut one up, um, you know, it was like the old bladders then, and all the string and stuff, mm -hmm. and and it was like whoa, I've never seen inside there before. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Like I didn't know that they had rubber bands in until I cut one open that had rubber bands. Like people were like gotta look for this ball or this ball or this ball like constantly sending me messages i'm like okay yeah yeah oh, really? like you got it i i will try and find one and i i was at goodwill and there was like a bag of golf balls for like 10 bucks there was like 50 old balls in there um i don't want to know how they got there but uh, i was like all right yeah so I, I bought the bag and i kind of started going through them until i could find one that exploded 
which was pretty pretty cool to see the rubber bands like i did not believe people that that's what was going to be inside yeah man that's crazy like so what i mean what what are the comments like what are the sort of feedback you get on uh, interactions and that on tiktok i people seem to love it and they really want to see like what's inside what they play or what's inside whatever because it really gives them a good understanding of like yeah this is what you play with but here's how it works and i think that's something that a lot of people don't necessarily know or they see a video of a ball and understand after watching it like oh that might actually work better for me yeah i mean like obviously we 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 have all these golf clubs and we pay all this money for balls and stuff mm-hmm. and like we don't I literally yeah. like you say we don't know what's in the in there or how they're made or we don't mm-hmm. really know much about the process so that's probably why i guess everyone's reacted so well like to your tiktoks and yeah. stuff yeah for sure yeah i mean like how many, uh, you, you have like millions of views don't you yeah i um i think at likes i'm at like 10.5 million likes just on tiktok that and sounds then, a, uh, a huge number i mean i know tiktok's yeah. popular but that's pretty big in anyone's world it, it feels massive yeah. i know and i think my following on tiktok is at just over 180,000 now wow, uh, which huge. is really nice yeah and then i think like views wise like my most viewed video has like 20 million views and it's that rubber band golf ball yeah yeah that's crazy um yeah and I, I know obviously like instagram and stuff that looks like that's also blown up quite a bit is it that that one's blowing up yeah like literally just now like it, it maybe has been about three or four weeks and i've gained about almost a hundred thousand followers i think probably by the time this comes out i'll be at a hundred thousand followers wow that's incredible so i mean yeah. like do you see yourself is this the whole like a, a you know could you do that full time like be a tiktok kind of club maker and video maker yeah you know club making is my passion it's my dream to build golf clubs so to be able to do it now is is kind of fantastic and you know it's kind of what I do like I'm starting a new series a whole bunch of new putters are about to start getting built which is going to be really exciting so that'll probably start this week or next oh wow that's awesome I mean like do you you think that are you going to like look at making your own kind of putter you know, putter brand of putters, like kind of like Scotty Cameron, but you know, Katie's putters or that would be the dream. Honestly, if I could do that, that would be fantastic. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, so obviously you're a long driver as well. Like what, what, how come you've ended up making more putters? Is that just like what you've wanted to do rather than say make drivers or, you know, other clubs? Yeah. So for me, it was like, I wanted to try building clubs and I wanted to figure out how can I make a club that actually works? And when, you know, when I was going through the process, I was like, okay, a driver has so many components. And if you were to swing a driver fast, like it would not, Mm. like if I made a driver out of plastic, the ball would go through it in an instant. Um, But with a putter, I actually had the ability to see if I could craft something that would work made out of, you know, plastic and metal and, and other components that I could have easy access to as a college student who makes barely any money. So it kind of was a perfect fit, but also I love, I've always loved putters. It's like a secret obsession of mine, even though like you hit the ball long, but putting is the almost half of your game. Like if you're, you've got 36 putts, give or take, if you're two putting every hole. So it's, it's a large chunk of your score, but there's so much craftsmanship and art and a lot of creativity that can go into designing a putter. So for me, it was, it was an easy way to really test my design skills, but also like see if I can make a working golf club. Are you able to use like all the stuff you've done with, with club making and putters? Like, have you, have you incorporated that into your kind of your course, you know, your coursework with your studying or, you know, with your lecturers, professors? I, I learned, so as a materials engineer, you're constantly learning about different materials, metals, plastics, polymers, ceramics. And like, I learned things in class 
and I'll mark little notes next to it. Like look into this for golf club component, or look into this for this, you know, and I will literally, and that it helps me to study that way too, because then I learn more about it just like for fun, um, which is kind of, I mean, it's, it's something like, it's a way for me to kind of connect the two. And it's also like, I'll take what I learn and put it into my designs too. Like if we're learning about, like right now we're, we're learning about different, you know, atomic structures and how to draw out different chemical structures, just in my, in my, yeah. I'm taking a structures of materials class, right? So we're learning about the structure of materials. And honestly, I was looking at one of the structures today and it inspired a design. So as soon as I was out of class, I quickly jotted it down. And it's like, things like that will just kind of constantly happen. And I'm, I'm constantly learning. So I feel like my designs are constantly changing too, to fit what I'm learning. Oh, wow, that's awesome. And um, I mean, mm -hmm. I saw as well, did you do an intern? You did an internship recently, at one of the club manufacturers. Yes. I was uh, interning at Callaway. I was oh, uh, their putter R&D intern. Oh, wow. So that's yeah. really a dream, a dream job. Yeah, it was a dream job for sure. So like, did you learn, I mean, did you like learn off the club makers there or is it, are you, are you kind of teaching yourself a lot of this stuff as well around club making or is it both? So when I started like building the clubs back, like way back at the beginning of the year, yep. it was really just me, what I had learned from my experience in fitting and, and yep. in like club repair. And I was taking that into building it. I knew what they had to weigh and I knew what size they could be. And that was about it. <laughs> and then I really, and you know, I, I would literally, if there was no one in the store, I would go back to the repair shop. Yep. We've got yep. this little like five inch ruler and I would go around and I would measure every little component uh, that was going oh, wow. on in, in the putter. Okay. The face is this big. It's this tall. Uh, it's got to be this wide or this long. If I'm looking at a blade, it's, you know, this size or a mallet is this size. And I would keep a little notebook in my pocket and write it all down. That way I could actually get something into the right size frame when I was working on designs. Um, and I thought I had it down. By the time I had gone to Callaway, I had a working 3D printed model. And I was like, this is it. This works. I made a working putter. It's bomb. I went to Callaway. And within a week, I was like, I know nothing. <laughs> compared to everything I had learned there I knew absolutely nothing I was like wow okay like I I had the basics but learning the artistry and everything that goes into it and the and the different testing processes and and what it would take to really make a putter I was like blown away and also under the impression that yeah this putter that I made that I'm so in love with is absolute garbage let me make a new one. Wow. So, I mean, did you, yeah. did you have to start over <laughs> the, process, the process right from the beginning? I, I, it's more of like building upon. It was like mm. I had done the introductory to it and then I really got into the advanced. And so like while I was there, um, my final project was to make a putter. And I was like, I've done a mallet. A blade is definitely more like a lot more goes into a blade because you've got such a smaller area to make oh, wow. that weight fit but also like to be able to craft it differently. Like for me, it was a whole different set because I've only made mallets. So I was like, let me challenge myself. Let me make a blade. And by the end of it, I had a, a fully machined metal blade that I love. I play with constantly. It's literally my gamer at this point. And it's just like the best. Must feel amazing like using the club and knowing that you actually made it as well. Yeah, I it feels fantastic. Like I... I don't think I've ever had such a feeling of pride than the first time I sunk a putt, like on the course with this putter. I was like, oh my God, like I made this, it works. 
and I can use it and someone else could use it too. And, you know, it's kind of something I got from the people working at Callaway was that they're anytime they like in the golf industry in general, what they were explaining is like, you love to watch golf because golf is great, but in the industry, people love to watch golf because they're not only rooting for players, but they're rooting for the equipment. Like you can see someone on tour and I hope to one day experience this where I see someone on tour win an event with a putter I made because it's like you're winning too at that point. Like you're, you're rooting for your equipment and to see that something you built went and did something so amazing is just like a feeling unmatched. You know, that would be amazing. Yeah. If you had a few wins yeah. on tour with, uh, with your own brand and stuff. So like, what, how, how do you think you can take it from like, you've made your own model and then how do you kind of, you know, turn it into more of a, like making more putters and well, not so much a production line, but you know, a range. <laughs> yeah. I think I just need to, to keep innovating and, yeah. and growing, uh, like just, just showing people more of the golf stuff. Like I would yeah. love to one day be able to put out these 3d printed putters and it, it's something I've been looking into for a while. And, and I would love to be able to have people out there playing my stuff. I think it would be incredible. So like with a 3d printer, um, mm-hmm. is, is it kind of like this, do you, is it just the, the the first model you make plastic and then what what's the finished product made out of and how do you get to the finished product and yeah so for the 3d printed putters um it it again depends on what i'm doing like when yeah. i when i made the the uh, mallet that was 3d printed it went through about 30 or 40 different renditions and what i would do is i would print the model of it take a look at it see what needed to be adjusted yeah. check weight check everything and then make adjustments to it and print it again until it got to the point where I was like, okay, I really like this one. This one's going to work, I think. So what I went ahead and did was I knew that no matter what I printed, because it's plastic and even if it's solid, which my putters are all solid plastic, Hmm. I knew that they weren't going to work weight wise. So I went ahead and I went, I went over to Home Depot. I grabbed a steel rod, like a, a six foot steel rod and I chopped it up into four inch pieces. And I took about six of those four inch pieces and I made holes in my model, in my CAD file. And I printed it with these huge holes that were just the size of the rod. And then I hammered the rods into it and ended up making it out and it made weight. It was like 367 (laughs) grams. Yeah, it was 367 grams. So you could actually feel it when you hit with Mm -hmm. it. And that was kind of the most important part to me was to make sure like if it's going to be a real putter, it needs to be like anything that the USGA would want it yep. has. And that was kind of like, it went through a few different hosel changes after that, but we ended up getting, like, I got it to the point where it was perfect. But then that was, that was that just still a prototype at that point, or were you actually able to, that's not. For me, the, the goal one. with that one was to make something that would work. And so it was oh, the finished work. product. I wanted a, I wanted a plastic putter that would work <laughs> and it, it, it worked. I was shocked. And I actually played with it. Like I went out and played golf with it because I was like, there's no way that, and honestly, to me, I was sinking putts. I was being able to hit well with it. Um, Now I know that there's things I want to change. And that's kind of what I've been working on the last few weeks uh, since I got back from my internship is, uh, is adjusting it. But I think, you know, the plastic putters is, is something that works and I want to keep doing. So you, so you think you could actually, you know, um, commercialize that that you know you could sell plastic putters i i mean would they be cheaper i hope so <laughs> i hope so maybe one day you could just buy it in the you know in the home depot or whatever yeah i'll just put them together in my uh in my tiny apartment <laughs> 
but the late the latest pattern that you're working on um mm-hmm. so you made patterns that aren't that aren't, that aren't actually the plastic ones as well right yes yeah so i got to make the metal one at callaway and yeah. i've come up with quite a few designs that eventually i'd like to get machined and i just i have to look into where and how to get a machine so basically your like your favorite putter is, is like a mallet putter is it uh so my favorite putter is the blade that i made oh, at blade. callaway the uh the metal one yeah and what do you think um like makes the best putter then um what do you need to like what are the factors that go into it i think for each person it's different mm-hmm. i know some people like a blade style some people like a mallet style some people like a blade and need a mallet um but i think the thing that will make you the best putter is to make sure it feels good in your hand and your confidence stepping up there with it. I, you know, I fully believe in people need to get fit for putters. Just you get yep. fit for every club. You might as well get fit for a putter too, because that's the club you're playing the most with. You're not hitting driver on every hole. You're not hitting, you know, hybrid on every hole. You're hitting your putter every single hole. So it's kind of the one that you need to put the most time and effort into yep. figuring out what's going to feel good for me. What do I need with my stroke? And how can I make sure that I'm playing my best with it? Because it's the one you're using most often. Well, yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, I, yeah, not many people I know go for, go for putter fit in. They just, <laughs> but you always yeah, think driver, I, I have to be fit for a driver. <laughs> yeah, I, I had never had one until this summer. Uh, and, you know, when you, I was a fitter. And when we were doing our fittings, like I was taught, like, we don't do putter fittings. And I'm like, what do you mean we don't do putter fittings? They're like, they're like, it's whatever feels good to that person. And which is true, but there is a way to fit someone for it. Um, So I think just making sure that you are getting something that you feel good with and you know, you're going to sink putts with is super important. Like, how would you help someone with a, with a putter fit? And then, um, like, obviously you'd ask them like what type of putter, you know, blade or mallet or. Yeah. So you definitely want to check blade or mallet. And, and, you know, I think uh, if you've got an arc putt, you need a blade. If you're straight back, straight through, you need a mallet. And a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, I don't know um, that. And I think it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if you're, yeah, it's kind of common rule. So if you arc your yep. putting stroke, which I have such an arc stroke, it's ridiculous. Um, and I literally learned to putt on a wooden arc. But pretty much if you've got an arc stroke, you're better off with a blade because it allows you to move to your arc more properly. Right. Whereas if you're a straight back, straight through person, the mallet head will actually take you back and forward a lot cleaner than a blade would. Because if you're a straight back, straight through person with a blade, it's just not weight distributed correctly for you that you're going to start wobbling or you're going to take back the wrong way and you're going to be missing putts that way. So that's and like if I were to try to do is, is like identify is what, watch someone's putting stroke. Are they yeah. straight back, straight through or arc? Yeah. And then immediately switch them into what they need to be into. Some people, like I know a lot got, of people uh, who like are the, the loop, yeah. like that, 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 that arc and, you know, sort of like they, arcing around. Yeah. Like that Billy Vapor. I mean, I guess that'd be a blade. Would it? Yeah. That would be a blade. Or Zorro. Sure. Some, some of our guys, they called like Zorro, you know, cause it's. Around, around. yeah <laughs> how um, a typical fitting would go yeah like blades have been around i guess forever haven't they like blades probably the original type of putter well obviously it developed and then yeah. miles came along and then like do you see other design potential designs coming along you know that aren't um i don't know mallets or blades i think um there's definitely room for a hybrid style something yeah. that's and that's kind of what i play is is like i even made my blade just a little bit bigger uh, than um, yeah. a normal blade, yeah. just because I think that there are people who want to play blades 
beneath to play mallets and there's a way to make them play <laughs> yeah. a blade <laughs> whether like I, I know i see a lot of, of yeah they like the classic look but they need the help they need and it, yeah. um <laughs> and i think um you know like you see things like the the odyssey one wide or like double wide putters mm. um coming out starting to kind of cater to that and i think that's something that's definitely important and somewhere where you can work even like with someone who needs a hybrid or, or who needs a um like a, a blade, but wants a mallet. There's a way to kind of make like a hybrid version of the two. Like with drivers, you know, for years they were improving and now mm-hmm. we kind of got to that ceiling, getting towards that ceiling, you know, where they people can't, then a lot of too much fear there. So do you think now the, the companies, manufacturers like Callaway, will they go and, and invest more in pattern technology going forward or, or other clubs? I I don't know where golf's gonna go. I know yep. like drivers have been the main focus forever. Yep. I would love to see putters become the new focus. I think <laughs> it's definitely something that there is so much more to explore and so much more tech that can go into it that um, I really would like to see the industry go in that direction. And also because I can go in that direction too. Yeah, so I mean, what are your plans kind of uh, once you finish your course, um, you know, you're looking to go back to work at, a, say, a manufacturer like Holloway for, for a while, or will you just see mm-hmm. how it goes, maybe go out on your own at some point? I think, um, you know, I've got two and a half years left. Oh, so wow. I've really, yeah, I've got, I've got quite a bit of time left still. So it'll be really interesting to see. Ask me that question in a year or two. <laughs> and I'll let you know, because I, it can go at, at the moment, I think it could probably go either way. And I would be perfectly happy going either way. Been the sort of reaction off TikTok, like if, have anyone asked you to do specific, like, you know, crazy stuff or, you know, has any manufacturers reached out to you or players or? I, a lot of high school and college players right. will reach out to me being yep. like, can I buy one? I think yeah, that's kind of the most, it, right? that's the most, yeah, <laughs> they want to try it. They want to buy it. I think the most, um, the, like I get DM'd at least once a day, like, Hey, can I buy your putter? Like if I put out a putter video that day, yeah. there's about three or four people in my comments. Like, when can I get one? Where can I get one? Like you've only really made one you've only got like one at a time of you it's not like i've got got like like one model of each (laughs) putter pretty much yeah (laughs) i've got my personal models of each one and so like i would love to be able to like be like yes totally um so i'm trying to figure out how to say yes to everyone just need a few more putters pretty much so also like they're kind of asking already really yeah no they're they're asking a lot which is kind of shocking and i'm like let me uh (laughs) let me work on on making this like 10 times better because what I'm doing right now with some of the fixes I'm making I'm like yeah y'all are going to enjoy that a lot more how do you make sure when you're doing the process for uh, making putter say um you know how do you make sure like it's compliant and all that kind of stuff um you know along I, the way I eat sleep and breathe that USGA handbook yeah I probably reference it <laughs> a good five or six times a day when I'm designing like I'll sit oh, wow. there I'll do something and I'm like wait is that legal and I'll pull up the handbook and, and start reading through it like I probably I've got certain sections of it memorized at this point when it comes to wow. like sizing yeah. and all that but um, like if I if I do something and I'm like, wait, can I do that? I'll go check. But that's pretty much how I keep myself like to make sure they're legal. And 
I did talk with the USGA about possibly getting my design uh, like certified. And it was just like a process where I would have to send my one and only putter to them. And I was like, I don't trust you guys not to break it. So I'm going to, I'm going to wait because uh, they do break tests and all that on it. And I was like, yeah. I don't want that to happen to the OG model. So I've, I've thought about making a few more designs and just sending them in. Yeah. Also, that would be the next step really is, is like you, um, you would send it in and get it certified. And then while well, you can just sell it then. And yeah, then I could give it to a tour player too. If any tour <laughs> players watch my stuff, yeah. please go ahead and I'll give you one. Yeah, that'd be epic. Like, well, how long would it take to get it certified though? Like, does it take months? I'm pretty sure it's a couple months is kind of what I heard from them. So it would it would take a little bit, but probably be worth it. So for all of the information, do you, do you literally go on like the USGA website and then pull out their, you know, their guidelines, their rules on their... Yeah, so they have a whole, yeah, they've got pretty much in the USGA rulebook, they have a whole section on on club manufacturing. And that is kind of like, I'll I'll reference it constantly. Like I've got it bookmarked pretty much on my computer. And I'll just go through and be like, okay, if I'm looking at, can I make this, you know, four and like seven eighths inches instead of like four and a half. Um, And I'll go and I'll check like, Okay, and then it'll say, oh, no, you can't do that. Or, oh, yeah, you can do that, and I'll adjust. And it's just, like, constantly, because sometimes I'm like, well, this would work better, like, with whatever, if I made it a little bigger or a little smaller, or if I kind of adjusted it, or, hey, can I use this kind of material instead? And I'll go check. Does it leave much room for, you know, um, anything outside of that, like, different to all the other, you know, putters that are out there? They're like, you know, if it sounds like it's quite tight (laughs) around what you can, can't do it. It's tight, but I think where people like my putters more, yeah. or like where people really are drawn to it is one, it's a completely different style of making them. And two, since I'm catting them and 3D printing them, yeah. 3D printing allows for an entirely new set of designs than a like mm-hmm. machine would. Like if I were to CNC this putter, there's rules on how it can be arced or how it can curve or how it can yeah. whatever. Uh, you can't put holes in it. You can't put whatever, like, like there's just a bunch of different, like different types of restrictions. Whereas with the 3d printer, well, if something's going to fail, it just throws a support in there that you pop out once it's done. And so I can have pretty much freedom with my designs as long as it sticks within the little box that the USGA gives me. So I can do a bunch of different stuff. Like I've, I've done overhanging, um, like backs to the putter. I've had it where it's like, there's just a, a like a, a wave pretty much where you would normally have like your first little um, edge of the putter. Like it, it waves out. You can just do a lot more that you couldn't do with the CNC machine. So you, so there's a lot more designs out there really that you could still bring, bring along. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> if anything, it's more in the artistry yep. instead of the uh, like technical aspects. Well, that's pretty exciting, man. And um, you know, just, yeah. there's all these new models out there potentially and they're, you know, within the rules and stuff like that. So it's, it's pretty tricky actually sticking to those uh, guidelines, is it? It can be hard. Um, what I kind of do uh, to start every design is I start every design with a box and yep. like by, uh, you know, like I, some of the people I intern with joke that, that I was like sculpting because <laughs> I literally make a box that fits the USGA regulation size yep. and then start chipping into it. 
Like, okay, well, I want it to do this and I want it to do that. <laughs> that way I stay within the little size parameters they yep. give. Yeah. And that's kind of how I do it. I'm like, okay, I want this kind of face shape and I just make it inside the box and then cut everything away and then just start chipping away. That's awesome. And um, like, do you think you could make yeah. look at making golf balls in future or are you just going to keep, uh, you know, slicing them open and... <laughs> I mean, people want balls. It's yeah. really funny. People are like, where's your own type of ball? And, and the other day, I literally learned how to make urethane. And I was like, I could do this. But then a part of me was also like, no, like clubs are kind of where it's at for me. I think it's it's a nice skill. Like it's a combination of design and and what I'm learning now. Because I re- like design is kind of my main focus. Whereas yep. with a ball, it's like, okay, throw a pattern on it. And then it's more about the technical part. Have you not really had as much time, you know, to, to focus on long, long drive and golf as well, as well as all the club making and studying and, and interning at, you know, Callaway and stuff like that? Or is that still going on as well, long drive? I think, you know, my life's been really busy with yep. school and, you know, TikTok and club making. Mm. And that's that's where my real passion is and yep. always has been. But long drive, like it has a special place in my heart. I did a couple competitions this year. Um, you know, I got invited to the world championship. That's going to be in oh, Florida. I was invited to Japan, but if <laughs> I were to try and get to the Japan one that's going on this weekend, it was going to cost the same as my tuition for the year. So I, I passed that one down and, and decided, yeah. I was like, you know what, I'll try and make it to Florida if it's not during exams, because like, I think long drive is fantastic and I absolutely love it. But the majority of the women, all of the women, except for myself, are, are not in school, are not having to deal I with got it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Exams, so it's totally different. Yeah. Work. So it, it, for me, it's different. Like when I can, I will. Um, but, you know, I have a whole nother schedule to work around. Yeah, totally. So, I mean, and then with yeah. golf, like, are you, are you going out to play golf and, and testing out your new putters or like, are you just yeah, playing I think for fun? And- this. Yeah, this summer I played three times a week and I was (laughs) shocked at how much golf. Yeah, I know it was fantastic. (laughs) I've never, I've never played that much like consistently in a long time. So it felt really good to go out there and and play that much. And I would bring out my putters and test them. Like I, I, we would go and um, the couple of the interns and I would go out and I would bring a plastic putter sometimes with me and we'd pull it out (laughs) on holes. Other people would try it. We just do fun stuff with it. Um, and it was, it was like a good time. I'd bring out the little plastic metal one. And, um, and then once I got my putter down, it's like, that's the only thing I play with. So I go out, I try and go out once a week here, uh, now that I'm back in school and I'll bring that, that putter that I made is my gamer. And I'm constantly thinking of like, Oh, what can I do for the next one? So when you were, when you were doing your internship, I mean, was it, were you like a kid in a candy shop where you could just go around and test out all these different equipment and, you know, and try different specifications and like, can you do that? I think like, yeah, pretty much. It was literally like my dream environment. Like I called my mom a weekend and I was like, I don't want to leave. And I think like my last week at work, like I kept telling my boss, I'm like, I don't want to leave. I was like, I don't want to go. And he, he just kind of kept laughing. I'm like, no, I'm serious. Like if you told me I didn't have to finish school, I wouldn't finish school. And he was like, go finish school first. I was like, I know, <laughs> I know. But it was literally a dream come true. Cause you're you're constantly with clubs, you're constantly developing and changing different things and testing. Oh my God, I had so much fun doing all the testing this summer. It was just like, I didn't want to leave. It was an absolute blast. And I was like, yeah, now that I'm back in school and I know what is ahead of me in life, it makes me excited to learn and pushes me to really study. But 
at the same time, I, I miss it a lot. So, I mean, literally, they, is it mainly just innovation there, the center you were at? Like they're just totally working on new yeah. concepts and yeah, R and D is research and development. So it was just completely new concepts, researching and and testing and modeling and developing. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think with putters, there's there's a lot more people could do, isn't it? Yeah. And, and like say the fit inside of it and understanding all the panics. I think everyone everyone's obviously drawn towards the driver on eight. And... Yes, and driver's an important club. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm a long driver, but yeah. I, even as a, like I've gone on online and I've told people, I'm like, look, I'm a professional long driver, but your putter is your most important club in your bag by far. I'm like, you gotta believe that. Like if you believe that your game changes completely. Like I, I've always had the mentality of like, I need to go out there, show off, hit it long and do well and and I would do okay like I was shooting in the in the 80s like usually mid to low 80s and this summer like the majority of the interns that I would go out and play with were college division one golfers and and they were just showing me out like left and right I could out drive them no issue but every other shot was way better than mine and about two weeks in right and I'm starting to get frustrated uh, going out to play with them and one of the girls turns to me she goes Katie it's about course management she's like you don't need to hit driver on every hole she's like you don't need to try and beat us she's like you just need to know what your distances are what you can and can't do and then play to that and as soon as I adopted the course management mentality low 70s every round so it was like grip it and rip it and then when you play with those guys you, it was more just thinking your way around and they they completely changed my mental game in golf mm. and like I started shooting I think uh by the end of summer I was consistently like 76 or lower and like even now like the last time I went out to play I shot 72 like it, it was just fantastic so literally you just changed like you know your course management yeah from it, playing with these it took the and... whole summer for me to really get into the mindset and change up to really think course management wise but it when you know your limits yeah and you can admit to them because <laughs> I think I didn't want, there were certain, like, like I always was like in the mentality of, I, I have a three wood, right. And I would try and rip that thing and I would top it. Right. I would top it every shot. It would go 10 feet. And so I was always like, I don't need a three wood. I hate my three wood. Yeah. I don't want my three wood in the bag. <laughs> like it's not the move. And then they were like, when I got into the mentality of, okay, let me really focus on it and slow down a little bit, not try and hit it like a driver. Mm. and okay it went 220 I'm okay with 220 as a three wood that's perfectly fine for me and or like I know my seven iron goes 165 and if I would look at a hole and it's uphill 165 I know to pull out the six iron and 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 I know I'm gonna stick it whereas before I was like oh yeah I can make it with my seven and I'd always be short and it was like little strokes like that Mm. always add up so for me changing my mentality and just clubbing up when I need to or trusting myself with you know my wedges or whatever it really switched up the way that I played and completely changed my scores and how how did your putting compare you know putting against sort of other all those college players like (laughs) their putting is fantastic fantastic, I mean they're there and I would test them sometimes too like I would call them in and test them and I'd put my scores up against theirs and I was like yeah they're way better putters than I am but when I when I made my putter, the one that I play now, the the metal one, I kind of had in mind the way I put because I knew how I've been playing all summer yeah. and I knew all literally I could tell you every single stat that was coming off of me and my gamer putter when I would swing and how my stroke went. So I kind of designed my putter with that in mind. And 
have become a lot better with it now, thankfully. So, I mean, like, what do you think makes makes a good putter? Like, what do those those other really good players work on? Like, is it drills or is it like you kind of working on your strokes and yeah, drills? <laughs> it's one hundred percent drills because they are standing over a five foot, ten foot putt and not even sweating. They know it's going to go in. They know they're going to hold. Where meanwhile, yeah. I'm standing there like shaking and 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 <laughs> they like we would play and I think it was really funny. So we had an intern boss golf tournament over the summer. And I'm out oh. there with my boss. We're having a good time. And I turned to him and I was like, because all summer we'd been playing, like I'd been getting gimmies, right? So I didn't have Ooh, to sweat yeah, over it. makes it tricky when you come back. Which, yeah. So when I thought halfway through the summer, I'm with my boss and I was like, that's a gimme uh, looking at my putt. And he goes, we don't do gimmies. And I was like, what do you mean? And I missed it, right? I missed Ooh, this like two yes, foot edge. And, and he goes, and, and I literally missed it by like, it's just sitting on the edge. And I look at him and I go to pick it up and he's like, tap it in. And I tap it in, right? And he's like, he's like, Katie, we are, he's like, we don't do gimmies. And I was like, why? I was like, it's not a big <laughs> deal. He's like, we're in the business of making putters. He's like, if you're okay. gonna putt, like you are putting, to hear that ball hit the bottom of the mm. cup. And that completely changed my mentality with putting too. Wow. I was like, yeah, no, I, I, I won't take, I didn't take a gimme the rest of summer because I was working on putters, making putters with the intent to hear the ball hit the bottom of the cup. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of good players, yeah, they don't worry about, they don't do gimme. So they just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, I will sit there and we will like, we would do every Friday with the interns. We had an intern tournament and like, I stopped getting gimmies pretty quickly in that. And you would be sitting there like sweating over a two foot, three foot putt to, to win the match or to win the hole. So with, with like, so do they have like a whole intern program where there's like a whole bunch of interns and that, you know, what are their backgrounds and are they engineering or are they like golfers? Yeah, they, they had a, we, I think there was about 20 or 30 interns. And like, I pretty much hung out with a group that was entirely engineering, but they had them yeah. in every department and all golf companies take interns and they have them in pretty much every department. And you can do it for like, there were finance interns, business interns, but I mainly went out with the um, engineering interns and then the marketing and like environmental sustainability interns were kind of the people that we all kind of clicked. And so, and we were kind of all the out of towners so we would go out like two or three times a week to, to play golf together and just like ourselves organized. And, and the marketing intern, she was super organized. Like she would set up games and schedules <laughs> and make pairings and you would have to have team names and matching outfits or whatever. Like we did it up because why not? I mean, it was, we were all like everyone there pretty much had a golf background, yeah, like yeah. played golf their whole uh, for at least a little bit and absolutely love the game. I think that's the one thing about working in the golf industry is everyone you meet is going to play and, and love the game. Like who was the, the champion in turn? I mean, you must have won the long drive right there. <laughs> yeah, we had a, we had a good time. Um, the, so we did actually, there was a big um, office like feud between the interns, like who would win like in a, in a match play style, like with the boys or the girls win so we took the best uh, we ended up being the best six girls and the best six guys and we organized it ourselves as the interns 
and the best six girls and the best six guys played each other. So like I was a co-captain for the girls yeah. team. And I think I was probably the, like about the third, I think the boys had me ranked as the third, as the third best girl in the program. And like, there were two division one golfers ahead of me. Oh, and wow. then like golfers that were like either PGM or like just played their whole life or ridiculously good. What's, like what's other PGM? girls with us. Uh, it's like a, the PGA has like their own like school, I guess here. Oh, got it right. And so okay. like, it's learning to be like coaches or, yep, or, yep. or different yep. things like that. So it was like people going to pass their PGA yep. exam. And so they had to be able to shoot like 78. Yeah. That must be pretty good. Uh, I think it's a sport. Yeah. And so it was just like, it was us girls versus the guys. And we just absolutely destroyed uh, the boys, but <laughs> it was a, it was a really good time. And like majority of the golfers there were, were really good um there was a couple couple times where i i won which i was happy about but a lot of times where i was probably didn't even podium and i oh, was shooting like problem. mid to low 70s all summer after I, I after i started working on the mental part it's pretty cool that it's it's like not just an internship there it sounds like there's quite a lot of um you know there's a bit of competition there going on a bit of rivalry with oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah no and we would we would we would bring it to work too it would be like oh you're going down today like we would constantly it was all golf all the time and it was just amazing yeah cool so I, I think the next time I catch up with you hopefully you know it'll be you'll have your own golf company and I'll be able to just <laughs> we'll sort of one of your yeah. putters online <laughs> yes yes in a in a year we'll see <laughs> in a year wow yeah that's be pretty cool that would be incredible I would yeah I I don't know where I'll be in a year but but that would be fantastic to be there so just make sure you keep uh popping out those tiktok videos which are super popular always. Right? <laughs> yes, the world. Us, always. i mean uh yeah you're just gonna have to keep coming up with all these cool ideas of stuff that people haven't seen you know before and yeah, i'm sure you'll get I'm some requests my best. yes <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah i i think the the putter i'm putting out later this week is is actually a request that someone put out so i'm really oh, wow. excited to see how it goes and and also like see if i can continue on it Basically what, what I'm doing is someone, um, I had an idea a while ago. Um, cause a lot of times I listen to music while I design right? and like different songs make you feel a different <laughs> kind of a way. Right. So I was like, well, what if I make putters based off of like the feeling that you get off of a song? And so I kind of posted a video just like jokingly talking about it. Like, Hey, what if I did this? Like, what songs would you guys recommend? and songs flooded through and so I kind of picked one I picked one that I like and I was like yeah I could do that and I had a really kind of funny idea for it so I'm really excited to put it out I'm gonna set up the printer as soon as I get home yeah. tonight and I just finished up the design so I'll have it set to print and uh post it probably tomorrow yeah no I'll definitely be uh, looking out for that and uh yes watching those uh thousands of comments and stuff and millions we're gonna see likes. yeah yeah if it does well i'll do more like i think if, if that does well i will 100 because it's a good way for me to work on not only my design skills but becoming more yep. innovative like i'm doing something with this putter i've never done before and getting really detailed with it like i'm working on graphics and i'm working on like just little detailings to make it look even more like past a putter and and really working on kind of the design and and the art that goes into it 
And yeah, so I'm really, really curious. Just, a lot of the models are just like the classic looks, aren't they? And there's there's not much mm-hmm. out there that's the kind of really new and sort of fresh. Something new and different. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's kind of where I'm wanting. I want to go and make it more, more unique because I think mm. the thing that I got, the comment I got the most um, on my metal putter was, wow, how basic. And I was kind of shocked because... <laughs> It's like everyone's like knockoff Scotty Cameron, and I was like no 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 no, and or 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 knockoff answer, and I was like okay, y'all don't understand what goes into what goes this. Into it. I know. I was yeah. gonna stop. Baby. <laughs> what goes into it is crazy, but also how it's made. Like mine, the putter I made, right? It has no weight ports, no nothing. It's just a solid chunk of metal that yep. was carved into. The, the styling on it is different. The face shape is different. The, you know, the hosel, the tooling, it's all different. But I think people, for some golfers, it's kind of hard to see it. They see one of the basic shapes. And so with what I'm doing and what I want to continue doing is I was like, okay, I hear you guys. You liked my 3D printed one because it looked non-conventional. I want to make something that's non-conventional playable and mm. innovative i think is kind of the direction i'm heading in now yeah no that's super exciting now i'm really really excited to see uh yeah. next videos and also what happens next so yeah no, for oh, sure well, well look thanks very much for talking to me uh, it's great to catch up again yes. since last time and i uh, can't believe how much has happened in a short space of time but i know it's crazy, crazy. it's great to talk to you again though but yeah i'm, I'm like say, hopefully yeah hopefully next time you know uh who knows what's happened next time maybe your own company or or you're working for one of those manufacturers as well yeah we'll see for sure all right well good luck with the next uh yeah the next piece of work and the next videos and i'll definitely be following along can't wait thank you